Okay, welcome everybody to the Brian Pergrossi podcast once again. That's me, Brian Pergrossi, and I'm with Peter Peterson in Ibiza, Spain. We're having a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Here, which is the pool. At the uh, beach before that. Lovely to be here. Thank you, Brian. No jellyfish things today. No, thank that's God. That's good. Yeah. That's the, good. The one the other day was quite painful, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of venom through the arm. <laughs> and Peter's been uh, sharing Tantra teachings around the world with Monique Darling in all kinds of places. China and Thailand and Europe and America and US. Mexico. Yeah. and Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel very blessed. Yeah. yeah. This is this is my passion of teaching what's really alive in your heart and um how you can express that to the world is mm-hmm. is really my core teaching. Mm-hmm. And I love helping people excavate what's in your heart and exporting it out to the world. Mm. And so the question that we're asking everybody to start off with is what is Tantra? Because it's a word that's used so many different ways and it's like confusing, you know, like this word Tantra. What is Tantra? So what is Tantra? Uh, in a nutshell, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a life path. It is a way of being. It is a way of doing. It is mm-hmm. a way of connecting with yourself and other people. Um, it's, it's a way of what's bringing out what's alive mm. inside of you. I think um, a lot of times, especially in our Western workaday world, mm. we go on autopilot. Mm. We, have, um, <clears throat> we have certain routines and ruts and rhythms that we get into, and it's, um, it's quite hard to get out of those rhythms. Mm. And Tantra helps wake you up to what's real in your life, to mm. what's really alive in your heart. And I just feel like it's a great practice to have in your everyday life mm. so that you're con you're constantly being awakened to mm. what's what's here what's now what's really passionate what's exciting in your life and if you have a way to um, harness that part of yourself and really um, bring out that energy into your normal day life life becomes quite beautiful and exciting and and happy and joyful mm. Yeah, the word alive really stands out to me because I, I feel like the spiritual past that I was exposed to growing up, you know, Catholicism and <clears throat> so many aspects of Christianity or all the major religions, there was this quality of kind of like deadness, of kind of like <laughs> life. Yeah, no, really, like <laughs> life is bad or life is... Uh, life it's is, hard. Or, or life is uh, sinful or life is, you know... Right. It's, it's, you need to go out of this world and go into heaven, you know? Right. And it feels like Tantra is like, no, there doesn't need to be a separation between spirit and life or God and life. It's all one thing. And it's all, it's not about escaping this world, but going more into this world, it feels like. Correct. Um, Yeah, I feel like the Tantric practices that we've been sharing allow us to do that, especially Um, becoming more embodied, becoming more conscious of your breath, becoming more conscious of how you speak and communicate how you share um, the deepest parts of yourself because a lot of times we don't like it's scary to share those parts that are that we feel are that make us vulnerable Mm. and so if you're able to tap into that vulnerability and share that with an open heart Mm -hmm. and um, with some confidence Mm -hmm. and also relaxation in how you give it Mm -hmm. I, I feel like there's no way there's no way anyone cannot see who you really are 
Mm. And that's and that's what I love to share with other people. It's like, hey, show who you really are. Mm-hmm. What's going on deep inside of you and share that with the world. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like ma- from that place is where magic begins to happen mm. in your life. Like just magical things will start lighting up. You're like, holy crap. Like I just thought about this one thing that I want to have happen. Mm-hmm. And like, boom. Two seconds later, it just manifested right before my eyes. Uh-huh. And we've all, we've all had that experience before, but the propensity of that experience starts to, um, it starts to speed up. Mm-hmm. You, start to, you start to come across that experience more and more when you come from that place. It's kind of like being in a flow state, right? Correct. Yeah. That is exactly what we do. That is exactly what we love to teach is how can you be in your flow? And what and everybody's flow is completely different yeah. and how you tap into it. Yeah. But that flow state I feel like creates the most joy, the most harmony, the most happiness, mm-hmm. the, the most pleasure. Mm-hmm. I mean we I think everybody the elements that come from the flow state is where we wanna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're and you're living that, which is so awesome. Like it feels like you guys are living that and kind of just day by day just your whole intention is to be in the flow state. Correct. Right. So to be in it, then you share it. You, it's like not just like words, but you're actually sharing a vibration, essentially. Correct. With other people. Correct. Yeah. It's not. So many people think like, oh, it's what you say is what is the juiciest part of your communication. Mm-hmm. It's it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. It's the look on your face. Mm-hmm. It's the tone of voice. It's the cadence in how you speak. Um, it's the clarity. Um, the concision, the, the, like the directness of how you come across and give your transmission, I feel like can be the most important part of what you say. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to me, that's, that's Tantra. Mm-hmm. Tantra is all about sharing what is most alive and how, and how can you give it with the most amount of love to, to me. Yeah. And is this, is this something that was always a part of you or did you have a journey that you kind of had some, a lot of people know have certain challenges or certain, you know, shifts or turning points that bring him onto this path. Uh, discovering Qigong at the age of 27 was definitely a, a cornerstone mm-hmm. turning moment where I discovered what energy was. Like I, I could f- literally feel it. Mm. Where before, I mean, I knew what energy was and I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's real. But I, it didn't really become palpable until that hot July day uh, in 2001 um, is, is when, I, when I first discovered it. And, and we did one move for 45 minutes. Mm. And after that 45 minutes, we took a break. And I could literally feel energy in my hands. Like my hands were just like throbbing. Like wall, 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 wall. And I was like, holy crap. Like, like this is real. And uh, like I... I was like Luke Skywalker discovering mm-hmm. the Force from like mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah. and and all I wanted to do was share this. I was like, mm-hmm. I just I, I want to share this alive feeling that I have in my body right now mm-hmm. with the rest of the world. I knew like in that moment, I am going to do this for the rest of my life. Like mm-hmm. this is this is my passion, and I want to share this with as many people as possible. And from that moment, I got on the path of being a facilitator of this type of movement and that led to other types of movement like uh, massage and dance and energy work Mm -hmm. and and then from that space 
I, I met Monique mm-hmm. and, um, and then became a Tantra teacher. And mm-hmm. so it, it just slowly progressed over time from mm-hmm. that one moment to who I am today. I, I, feel, I feel very blessed that, that that moment came at that particular mm-hmm. time. Because if I found it earlier, I don't know if it would have resonated with me yeah. as much. Uh-huh. And if I had found it later, I might have been too far along uh-huh. on like some sales job path, like selling something yeah. and then like, oh, I can't, I can't yeah. leave my, my corporate sales job now. Yeah. So it, it found me at a very distinct moment in my life where I could make a diametric change in who I am and become who I am today. Mm. The story about the energy, the way, wake to the energy, it reminds me of this guy, <laughs> old friend of mine, and uh, he was telling me about... He had this life coach and he said, I get so frustrated with this coach because I'll call him up and I'll just be telling him like where I'm struggling and what's happening and the worries I have. And all he ever says to me, he keeps saying the same thing. He just says, are you in the energy? (laughs) What are you talking about? In the energy. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you in the energy? Right. (laughs) Right. But so then he's like, oh, but then he's like, it was true. Once I realized like I'm not in the energy and everything shifts, you know? If you don't have context for it, you don't know what it is. Yeah. And so when you physically experience the energy, it changes your life. Mm -hmm. You you become a different person. Mm -hmm. You see things differently. You experience the now in a totally different way because it's so much, it has so much more veracity. It has Mm -hmm. so much more palpability with how you connect with other people. Mm -hmm. It's the energy to me is the most paramount thing between two people. Like you can feel chemistry Mm -hmm. between someone. Like it just, there's an instant sort of reaction where Mm -hmm. You don't even need to say a word, but you can be in their presence. But mm-hmm. wow, like I know you from somewhere else yeah. and I feel who you are yeah. and I like who you are. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the sense of the energy, it, 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 to me, it's like what you're pointing at is all of these different practices, to me, they have the same essence of bringing you into the moment. Correct. You know? Whether it's Qigong or ecstatic dance or meditation or tantric practices or whatever, this uh, yoga, you know, all these different things are like starting point is like be present in this moment and right. pay attention to what's happening. Right. And that brings you into, to me, it's like what you're saying is like, yeah, then in the moment it brings you open to the magic and miracles of Correct. what life can bring to you. Correct. And that's Tantra. Yeah. Tantra, breath, movement, yeah. sound, yeah. touch. Yeah. That's what Tantra is all about. And it mm-hmm. brings, it bring, all of those bring you into the moment and allow you to connect with yourself and other people on a much deeper level mm-hmm. than what most of the world mm-hmm. is connecting at. And there's a lot of people out there who are like, what else is there besides getting a job, getting right. a house, getting, right. getting, a, getting a marriage, having kids, mm-hmm getting the pension and then dying is there something else besides those things right and and to me when you discover energy and you discover how tantra can move through you Uh you discover yourself on a deeper level Mm -hmm. and how does this how does this benefit um people in relationships Ooh, it, (laughs) it i mean it can tremendously bring you very close together or it can also push you mm. away it, d- it depends on how the tantra is used um but i feel like if you uh let me let me breathe on that for a second uh i feel like if if you are more present with yourself mm-hmm. and your partner i feel like the only one of the main um components that come with that is 
is harmony mm -hmm. because you're more sensitive to where the other person's at. Mm -hmm. And if you have that sensitivity, then you can, you can augment and change your behavior and your communication in the moment mm -hmm. instead of being on autopilot, mm -hmm. which is where your partner says something to you, it agitates you and, and you get this conditioned response of being defensive. Mm. Where if you're in the moment, Mm -hmm. And you're being cognizant of how the person is communicating mm -hmm. with you. And you're like, oh, th my, my partner is talking to me with blame, shame, and guilt attached to mm -hmm. it. I'm, I'm going to be conscious to not take it personally and stay calm inside of my body instead of just having a conditioned response mm -hmm. to react. Mm -hmm. And if you can circumvent that reaction and come from more of a responsive place... Mm -hmm. The other person, the other person notices that and, and, and can stay more calm in their body because mm -hmm. you're, you're basically, you're mirroring each other where each other is at with how mm -hmm. you communicate and how you behave. So mm -hmm. if you, instead of respond, instead of reacting and getting angry and you stay like, Oh, wait a minute, mm -hmm. I'm going to stay right here and understand that this per my, my partner is agitated and angry mm -hmm. with this and, and possibly something else that mm -hmm. has nothing to do with this, but this is triggering it, mm -hmm. then, um, then I will allow them to be in that space and not attack them back. Because mm -hmm. all you do when you right. attack back, all you're doing is, is creating a circle of violence that doesn't stop. Yeah. So you end the circle of violence by staying calm and being in, in a responsive, calm space mm -hmm. does that does that make sense yeah i think it's it can be really challenging though right it's right like... it's how do you not take something personal <laughs> right. when you're getting attacked right that's to me that's the key it's like yeah. how do you stay calm and not, and not get angry yeah i find for me it's like so, some of the like you did this and it's like no i didn't and the whole thing starts you know <laughs> right <laughs> exactly so so tantra helps you become more aware of your awareness uh -huh. it, 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 it brings into light what is unconscious into consciousness. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's basically what it's doing. So if mm -hmm. you can have that consciousness around how you communicate, mm -hmm. not just the words coming out of your mouth, but mm -hmm. how you're portraying those words, mm -hmm. how you're framing the words, mm -hmm. how you're speaking, mm -hmm. to me, that's, that, that speaks volumes and can help keep both of you in a calm, stable place so that your emotions are not governing your actions. Mm -hmm. It creates a space for deeper intimacy. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I mean, it's just to me, tantra. It can. It's it's very beneficial in so many areas, but especially with relationships. Mm -hmm. I think it's it can be paramount. How about boundaries? People talk a lot about boundaries and the importance of boundaries in relationships. Like, well, you see, what's what's funny is many people see boundaries like, oh, you're limiting me. Yeah. You're like. You're taking away my ability yeah. to be to express myself exponentially. Right. You know, where actually I, f I sometimes feel like it's the opposite. Like if you give someone a boundary, yeah. you say, hey, like you can do anything up to this point. Yeah. And then when you get to that point, I'd like you to come and check in with mm -hmm. me about it. Yeah. To, and to me, when you have that system in place with your partner... Yeah. It, it it allows their brain to turn off yeah. and feel safe. Yeah. That they that they can trust you with how you behave with yeah. other people. So so giving a boundary I feel like creates a ton more harmony because the other person's brain is turned off and you're they they can just be who they are without thinking like, Oh, yeah. what are what are they doing? Yeah. What you know 
they they don't want any boundaries so anything can happen and then that person my that person's mind starts to run amok mm-hmm. and then when they come back they start they start getting the interrogation from hell yeah and creates more discord and, and disharmony with each other and then usually a fight ensues so when a boundary it gives people a clear cut presence of like hey this is where this is what i'm good for and if you want more mm-hmm. come talk to me yeah or you know and they'll see where i'm at i yeah. may be a yes yeah i might be a no yeah but just please respect this and if you can do that i feel like so so much anger and irritation and emotional paperwork do you know what emotional paperwork is emotional paperwork tell me what that is that's when you sit up all night talking about what I know what that is now that you've now you defined about it yes. what I know what that about is about what happened or didn't yeah. happen and you need to talk about it to fix it yeah so filing emotional paperwork it can sometimes be fun but it's it's very arduous and yeah. life draining yeah and and a lot of times unnecessary and you don't need you don't need to have emotion. You don't have to file emotional paperwork if you have a boundary, mm-hmm. and and if you respect that boundary and you have transparency about that boundary mm-hmm. and you're honest about that boundary, you'll you'll never have to file emotional paperwork mm-hmm. ever again. Nice. And, and that's, and for and for people who are in relationships, emotional paperwork is usually the deciding factor of what drives them apart. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. That's it. Yeah. So and if you have to file too much emotional paperwork, it's finally like, well, fuck this. I'm out yeah. of here. Yeah. You know, like th- this is no longer, this is no longer fun. This is no longer worth it to me. Yeah. I'm done. So you know, everyone has a saturation point of yeah. how much paperwork they can file. Yeah. So you have a boundary. It will cut down on the emotional paperwork. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Here's what I think is happening is I think people have an idea of a boundary that is kind of cookie cutter. Right. Like, I'm in a relationship, so these are the boundaries. I'm right. not in a relationship, these are the boundaries. So everyone's trying to, not everyone, but a lot of people are trying to follow this cookie cutter boundary that's not really true to them, that's not really who they really are. So then, because not, it's not true to them who they really are, then they try to, like, find ways to get around it or try to... So it feels like the kind of the new, the new consciousness that's emerging, the new paradigm, is each relationship creates its own boundaries that works Correct. For them. And there is no set way of, of how to do it. And, and what happens is people get scared to share what they really want. Yeah. And they, they get scared to share really from their heart. Yeah. And the conversations that go unsaid are the, usually the ones that drive people apart mm-hmm. than the ones that are, that are had. Mm. So it's it's finding a way to have that difficult conversation mm-hmm. and really share of what's alive in your heart mm-hmm. and be like hey this is this is where i'm at this is and yeah. this is what i need yeah. to feel safe and to feel nurtured mm-hmm. in this relationship yeah. and if you can do that i mean i feel like the world's your oyster like mm-hmm. you're you're never going to have a i mean i don't want to say never but you're you're not usually going to have a problem mm-hmm. in your communication style mm-hmm. if you can talk in that way yeah yeah, I think that's really powerful to to realize. And then the other thing I find is then the the boundaries can change as the someone evolves. They, they absolutely cast, yeah. they, they should evolve. It's an ongoing conversation. I think that's what society has put on us is that ba- these are the boundaries and they don't change. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I am an evolving yeah. being. I I change every single day, yeah. and I should have the right to change my mind. And as long as you're clear about 
the boundary and that it, and that you want to change it, why not change it? Mm-hmm. Because because all, holding a boundary, all it's going to do is stifle your evolution. Mm-hmm. So allow your allow you and your partner to change your mind and mm-hmm. share and share what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Be- because if we don't share the. I feel like the the relationship starts to de evolve. Yeah. <laughs> and and then and then there's um what's the word? Um uh, it's not anger, it's resentment mm. begins to build. Right. And that resentment slowly starts to eat at you inside and then you start yelling at, at your partner because they're not putting the toothpaste cap mm-hmm. back on, but really it's something inside of you that's not getting addressed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like that volcano effect where mm-hmm. you stuff down things that are angering you, and then all of a sudden, boom, it just yeah. blows up over yeah. something frivolous. Yeah. Now, about um, sex, um, people think people think that Tantra is just about sex, right? But as, we, as you already explained, right, it's, it's right. about what so more hell? than that. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people... It's so funny how... Um, Tantra and Tantra teachers have been looked upon as like, oh, we're, we're these sex gurus, we're, we're having like more sums every other uh-huh. night, and, we're, and like there's all of this, you know, all of these orgies going on, and really that's not it at all. Mm-hmm. I, mean, the, I mean, that can happen, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not, that is not the crux of what Tantra, sex is not mm-hmm. the crux of what Tantra is all about. Um, I think what Tantra does is Tantra makes sex really amazing because you're so much more conscious yeah, with yourself that's and, what I was getting at and your partner. Yeah. So if you're more aware of your awareness <laughs> yeah. and how you yeah. connect with your partner and yourself, believe me, and, and you're aware of your energy, that's yeah. the, I right. feel like that's the key. When you right. have sex before really discovering energy and then you discover energy and then have sex, it's like, holy crap. Like, sex is completely yeah. different. It's like a quantum difference mm-hmm. in, in how you connect with your partner because the energetic component has been introduced mm. with how you connect. Mm. So um, Tantra makes you so much more sensitive to energy. Mm-hmm. So that is, to me, that is why sex becomes so um, so potent, mm-hmm. so intense, so invigorating, so life-sustaining, mm-hmm. so joyful. I mean, that's really what sex is all about. I mean, for so long, sex is like, oh, it's about procreation and maybe some relaxation. Mm-hmm. Where really, for people who, are really, who do a lot of Tantra, it's about connecting to the source, connecting mm. to the divine, connecting to your higher self. Mm. And when you have sex become cosmic, it, it's, it's a whole another level. <laughs> and, and then it's hard to go back to just the physical. It's like, oh, when you have physical sex again with someone and you're like oh wow that was that's okay you know it's, it's good but it but it wasn't it was like working out in the gym right. <laughs> right. i mean it's nice but it's it's not the same when you have it with energy yeah what so, is cosmic sex it's 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 sex it's ta- it's using tantra to have sex mm-hmm. it's it's using your breath mm-hmm. sound mm-hmm. um movement you different types of touch with the infusion of energy. Mm. That, that to me is Tantra. And that is how, if you can utilize those components, sex becomes so much greater than what our society deems mm-hmm. it to be. 
And I think that's what people are craving for. People mm-hmm. are like, I, I know there's something else to sex. I mm-hmm. know there's something else to how we connect with how I can connect with my, uh, my family and my relationships and my friends. What is it? Mm-hmm. And these practices that have been handed down from, for thousands of years are what allow us to drop into that space with each other. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and a lot of times we, we've learned these practices, but then Monique and I, we put our own little spin on them. Mm-hmm. We put our own little flavor into how we utilize them. And I feel like, I feel like we make them our own and we actually make them even better awesome. than just, than just like being a robot and like, Oh, yeah. well, you, know, right, right. you say three ohms here and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and do you find do you find that it uh, increases your vitality level? Absolutely, you you start sleeping, um, you start sleeping better. You start uh, having conversations go deeper. You um, f- uh, taste it, you're like food tastes different. Mm. Um, your vision becomes sharper. Um, mm. All of your all of your senses become more in heightened. Mm. And when, if your senses are more in heightened, then obviously anything you do in the touch realm becomes more uh more of a vital and intense mm. intense experience mm. so so yeah to tantra it, i don't want to i don't want to build it up too much but it really is kind of a magic elixir mm-hmm. it's a um or it kind of helps you get into the fountain of youth mm. of of really finding what's vital inside of you and creating more vitality in your yeah. body in your mind and that's yeah. and i think that's what a lot of us are seeking yeah. We're, we're seeking a way to not just live longer, but to have those years be more vital and fun yeah. and happy yeah. and harmonious. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, we all, you know, I, th- I feel like creating a system for yourself to do that and, and, and bring that into your everyday life is very important. Like I... Um, I tell my friends and my family and my colleagues and my clients that create your own wellness, um, create your own wellness checklist so that you write down what you want to accomplish that makes you well at an optimum level every day. And I, what I have, I call, I call it the nine S's so that each S is a different component to your health and happiness. And so I, so I'll I'll give, I'll write them off real quick so you understand. Yeah, please. So we have the first one is silence, you know, meditation, okay. yeah. uh, sleep, physical, yeah. physical regeneration yeah. of the body, yeah. salads, seeds, nice. and smoothies, nice. you know, the, the downloading yeah. of nutrition into your yeah. body, um, swimming, mm-hmm. sweating, mm. and stretching, mm-hmm. which is the movement component yeah. and detoxification of the body mm. and, and stretching of the body. And then sharing, which I feel like is one of the most important components because the more you give the more you receive and you keep that abundant flow of mm. energy in your life. Mm. So sharing, I feel like, is really, even though it's number five, it's still a very important component. Um, Monique always gives me uh, shit about this one, that, that I have sex as number six mm-hmm. on the list. She's like, yeah, sex would be number one. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I know. And it's very important. Um, I just don't have it at the top of the list, but I feel like sex is more than just penetration. Mm. Sex is like the communion of the two souls coming together and really seeing and feeling each other. Mm. And it doesn't have to be penetration. It can, it can just be 
you know, a massage. It can be mm-hmm. holding someone's hand. Mm-hmm. It can be having a deep conversation. Mm-hmm. So sex is, the, is really, it's the communion of your energy with mm-hmm. another person. And they've proven that people who have this sort of communion with other people live longer. Mm-hmm. So that's why sex is on the list. Um, the next one is, uh, what is, what is number seven? Um, uh, singing. Nice. Using your voice. Yeah. Being creative. Yeah. Um, the next S is sun, which is getting outside, right. connecting with nature, getting yep. vitamin D. And then the last S is smiling, which is giving gratitude for what mm-hmm. you have and just being, just being happy for what you have. So I, I and these are all, these are all like tantric practices mm-hmm. because if you, use, if you do them with all of your heart and your mind and, and your soul and your passion, that is, that's what Tantra is because you are in the moment doing all of these things. And to me, all of those nurture my, my soul and my body tremendously. And I know I'm going to be healthy and happy if I'm doing seven to nine of those S's every single day. That's awesome. I love that. You should have like a, a blog for that or something. <laughs> well, I'm in, the middle, I'm in the middle of writing a book about it. And I, I want to create like an app and like do something to help other people create their own wellness checklist mm-hmm. and use these things to incorporate these practices into your daily life so how you implement like the most important part of what i just said is how you implement it Mm -hmm. and to me if you write it down Mm -hmm. and then you post it somewhere yeah like you put it on the dashboard of your car Mm -hmm. or refrigerator or the bathroom mirror Mm -hmm. where you're constantly like seeing Mm -hmm. this checklist you're reading it and Mm -hmm. see when you read it it becomes more very inculcated into your brain Mm -hmm. And it becomes like an autonomic response of like, oh yeah, did I get a salad today? Oh, yeah. Did I connect with my partner today? Did I do something creative? Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you see it, you, and then you say it, you really start to live it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a it's an equation of like see it, say it, live it, mm-hmm. and it becomes like this natural sort of process in your normal daily life if you mm-hmm. can do that. So that's. That's um that's basically what I do and what I and what I love to share with other people. Awesome. Um I have a, a technical question for you sure. about sex for men. So a lot of the, the traditional teachings um teach that um genital ejaculation weakens you, um, weakens your energy. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted your opinion on that or if you've explored that and um I've I played with it a, a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh the 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 holding on to it yeah. and then um, having sort of like an energetic release mm-hmm. and not a physical mm-hmm. ejaculate release mm-hmm. and I feel like both are great mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't like to be a proponent of one or the other mm-hmm. um, Monique sometimes is like don't you want to don't you don't you want to orgasm mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm actually I'm actually okay yeah. like I'm I don't I don't need to physically orgasm yeah. every single time mm-hmm. we make love. Um, but it's also, but obviously yeah. it's also very nice. So I, I am just of the proponent of like being so in the moment and feeling like, Hey, having no expectation about where lovemaking goes and just be like, Hey, let's just have fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, yeah. when, and when you take that expectation off the table, yeah. lovemaking becomes so much more of a joyous experience than, than like this performance. Right. Well, that, well, that's one of the biggest things I think that that been discovering and talking with people is that I think people go into Tantra because they want to become like the master right. sexpert and like um, have all these ideas about 
what they need to do, how they need to perform. And as they go into Tantra more, like the opposite happens. Right. Where all the ideas about what they're supposed to do, all of that falls away. Right. But then paradoxically, they actually do become a better lover, but right. not the way they thought they were going to. Right. It's really an amazing process how that works. Yeah, it's, it's all about becoming more present. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah. more aware. Yeah. And then the collateral is all of the, ben- the benefit of the collateral is like, hey, you, you get to have these longer, yeah. more pleasurable, yeah. more potent, more intense experiences mm-hmm. that, that light up your brain and, and your body like you've never had before. Yeah. So, and I love what you said about when you're, having, when you're having a sexual experience that you're channeling it with source. Right. That's really powerful. Right, right. Just yeah. con- connecting with the source yeah. and whatever that is because yeah. everybody has their right. own way of connecting to source. Yeah. And, and so if you can really channel that energy, um, the lovemaking experience becomes, it just becomes dramatically, to me, becomes dramatically better mm-hmm. because, and more easeful mm-hmm. and more playful and more joyful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it becomes like your, so everyday tantra is like your, you be like making love with life itself. Like Correct. Life, yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. then like, the, you know, the, what you said about that fountain of youth. It's like one, you know, way I see you and Monique. There's like this, this childlike quality of like, what are we gonna do today? What's gonna happen next? Or there's an excitement about life, you know, that you don't see generally people our age like having anymore. Well, unfortunately, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, it's curiosity. Yeah, tantra is all about being curious. Mm-hmm. And when you think about how there, there's been many studies about the human brain, mm-hmm. and neuroscience has done a mm-hmm. lot in the last few years, and they've discovered that. People generally have about forty to ninety thousand thoughts a day, which to me I was like, holy crap, yeah. that's a lot of that's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. But if you're over the age of thirty-five, ninety percent of the thoughts you've had from the previous day are happening mm. to you in this day. Yeah. Which is like not good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing a lot of the same thinking yeah. and a lot of the same behaviors from the previous day when mm-hmm. you reach a certain age. Like mm-hmm. your brain literally starts to um to stagnate in a way so that you yeah. continue to think in a certain way just to interject really quick that's why traveling is so great right because you have to keep learning new things and you know okay how about i get to drive this car like that <laughs> right exactly <laughs> it's new roads yeah new, new roads new, new, new situations it keeps your brain like you know absolutely. learning new things absolutely so yeah. people who don't have this lifestyle mm-hmm. You can comb your hair differently. Yeah. You can shave yeah. differently. You can do little things mm-hmm. that create more neuroplasticity mm-hmm. in your brain mm-hmm. um, from a person who's not traveling. Mm-hmm. So um, I really feel like Tantra is all about being curious. And if you have that curiosity, you're creating new experiences in your life mm-hmm. constantly. And if you're creating ne- new experiences, then your brain is rewiring and refiring in totally different ways. Like your, your brain is able to expand and, and evolve in a way that is, is exponential. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're driving to work the same way every single day, yeah. you're having the same cup of coffee, you're, you're, yeah. e- you're seeing the same friends, and you're yeah. doing the same routine every single day, and you're not doing a thing to change it up, your brain becomes... Uh, stagnant yeah. in a way that you, so that you think you, you basically have the same day every single day yeah. and to me that's that's sad mm-hmm. I, I, I would not want to have that experience so I would I would recommend like find tiny little things to stay curious about mm-hmm. and do some things different mm-hmm. so that your brain fires and wires in a different way every mm-hmm. single day and meditation 
is one of those mm. is one of those ways mm. that you your brain really connects together when you get into a meditation state. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can access energy and information and wisdom in a whole nother level if both hemispheres of your brain are connected. Any last things that you want to share with people that you feel is like an important message to share? I'd say um, stay, yeah, I mean, stay curious, stay in the wonderment, stay, keep it, you know, be an adult, but also keep that childlike nature yeah. of, of wanting to explore your world. Yeah. Um, to me, that is the, that is the spice of life. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people say, oh, variety is the spice of life. Well, the, the spice of life is, is being spontaneous and creative mm-hmm. and, and being in the moment of finding what's your highest excitement. Mm-hmm. If you're finding your, your highest excitement, your joy and your passion, I feel like the universe, uh, conspires to help you get mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. So um, write down what's what's your highest excitement, what's your highest joy, mm-hmm. and and keep and and read that constantly, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like your life your life changes when you do that. Like when I I wrote down I want to do what I love, traveling the world with many different amazing mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah, I met I met Monique three, yeah. three weeks later. Yeah, and my life totally completely changed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's my message to people is, is find what you love, write it down, and, and go after it. And live it. And live it. Yeah. See it, say it, live it. Yep. Awesome, Peter. Thank hey. you so much. Thank you. I appreciate this. Peter this and I are going to be uh, co-creating some things you'll be hearing about soon. Yeah, we're going to have and, some uh, fun. Yeah, so thank you all for joining us. And good talking to you, Brian. See you thank soon. You. Yep.